love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fitz Happens Live from our radio hub for Monday. It is April 22nd. 2019, and let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast, you guys. What's up? Happy day after Easter. Anybody get the prize egg? Right over there, uh, his name is Drew. Well, my dog left me a few surprises, but they weren't chocolate eggs, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. All right. There's Bethany the (laughs) Mouth. There's Bethany the Mouth from the South. He is risen. Amen. Yes, Lord. Have you ever seen a six foot seven man in a bunny suit? He's a pink nightmare in fuzz. Our host, yeah. The Fitz. I like the second one, Bethany the Mouth from the South just said he has risen. And I, I didn't I still didn't get the prize egg. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't for you. It's for the kids. <laughs> because you know what? You know where it's at. That's don't right. You? Easter is for the children. In your ear, You're saying Easter is for the children. Yeah. Let the kids have some fun. Easter's for everybody. Well but the bunnies for yeah. the children. It wasn't fun for me. Well, <laughs> did you go on an Easter egg? Hunt? Guys, let's get to the warm up jam. Okay, I'm sorry. I got a warm up jam to play. I just can't jump right into the show without warming up. Okay. I mean, I got to have a little jam. Come on. You can't touch this. Oh, yeah. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. My, 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 my music hits me so hard. Makes me say, You can't touch Fitz. Yeah, that's how we live, and you know. You can't touch Fitz. Look at my eyes, man. You can't touch this. Yo, let me bust the funky lyrics. Fresh new kicks and bands. You got it like that, now you know you want to dance. So move out of your seat and get a fire girl and catch this beat while it's rolling. Hold on, pump a little bit and let the noise go on like that. Like that. Pull a little bit just to fall on back. All right. I think I'm there. Yeah. I'm warmed up and I'm, oh, ready to nice. wind, and I'm ready to wind down. So you went from warming up yeah. to this elevator music. Yeah, that's how I am, man. Wow, You weird, know, man. the ups and the downs. <laughs> <laughs> the highs and the lows. That, right. That's the truth. Going up. <laughs> Going up. Oh, hang on. I'm about to pass out. Give me a moment. So anyway, let's get to the peak in the pit of the weekend. Okay, the peak being the very best part of our weekend, the pit being the worst. And Bethany, the mouth from the south, you go first. Uh, the peak uh, was Easter was also my daughter's seventh birthday. Oh, yes. So that was the peak. My sweet little Deedles. Her name is Drew. She's six years old. And the pit is that my son uh-huh. doesn't have his birthday until May, and he's upset because he wants to know why she gets all the gifts. Gotcha. All right, Drew, <laughs> peak in the pit. Peak was definitely Friday. I was so ready for it. I just relaxed. It was great. Yeah. Looking forward to it. The pit was, I'm not kidding, my little dog, the Ace Man, just decided to go leave some, you know, drop off some little dookies in the basement yeah. on the carpet. Yeah. Now, they're dry. It's like yeah. Tootsie Rolls, right. but still, where's this coming from? He's perfect yeah. other yeah. than that. Like, 
This isn't a thing he does. The peak for me this weekend. Can't believe I'm the only one who's saying it. Game of Thrones. <laughs> wow. Woo! Over your daughter's birthday. <laughs> Sunday was filled though. Right. Easter, Game uh, of Thrones, daughter's birthday. Yeah. And I didn't. Yeah. And the pit. The pit was that I wanted another episode of Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, you can't wait. Yeah. All right, we got a great show today. Here comes Monday. Let's go. Fitz happens live. And now, here's and now, my and now, daddy. It's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, it's so good to be here. I hope you had a great uh, weekend and a good Easter weekend. But of course, I am here. Somebody's got to provide the "What are you kidding me?" stories of the day, and lucky for you. That's exactly what I do. I'm also just kind of stalling a little bit because my uh, computer's going really, really slow today. <laughs> well, good job. I didn't yeah. even know. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to take you uh, out of Scotland. I feel like we had a couple of stories from Scotland. What's going on with Scotland? Well, the Scots are picking it up lately. Oh, yeah, they are for real. Out of Scotland. I like that old time rock and roll. <laughs> An 82-year-old woman in Scotland. Recently got fined for blasting music for two years to annoy her neighbors. Continuous? Two yes. years? Nonstop. Day and night? That's right. Wow. She was mad that their van blocked sunlight from getting into her house. So you think they just moved the van moved and stopped the, the whole van. thing. Yeah. So what she would do is push her speakers up against the wall, put it, uh, put in earplugs and just chill and blast like songs from 1922 called The Laughing Policeman. <laughs> Do we have a clip of the music? All right, let me see this song that she was blasting to her neighbors. See if this would annoy you in the middle of the night and wherever you are right now. Let us know if it would annoy you. Go ahead. I know a fat old policeman. He's always on our street. A fat and jolly red-faced man. He really is a treat. He's too kind for a policeman. He's never known to frown. And everybody says he is the happiest man in town. <laughs> This thing's going on at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. That is no joke. Oh, I'm all about it. I would have to sell the van or else I'd be hauling away the old lady in the van. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're saying. All right, let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? Out of New Mexico, rocks in a hard place. (laughs) Okay. A thief in New Mexico was arrested after cops found 44 diamonds hidden uh, in a, uh, where, the, where the sun don't shine. That's as clean as I could say. <laughs> Look at Drew's wow. face. Smugglers are they are dedicated. Yeah. They. I mean, I I wonder if maybe he put a rock in there first and just you know squoze so hard it turned into a diamond. Uh, I don't think so coal? because uh, he'd be very popular if he had that. Ability. Yeah, yeah, just probably sell those things like on eBay. Oh, goose. yeah. It's the dude that, you know, the you dude fill that, in the rest. It's the dude that deuces. Yeah. Well, dude uh, that deuces diamonds. Yeah. So he put all those things there. And, uh, well, I think we have some exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio. Is this the TV station? Yes. Oh, great. You know those wacky TV people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you TV people. I mean, we love you and everything, but come on. You can take a couple pointers from us radio folk. That's all right. I'll throw it out. Sounds like fighting words. That's all right with me. You better ask ask somebody. 
Well, you know, like TV people never yeah. really like to give radio, sure. you know, any acknowledgement. They never do, and that's why I said that. All it's right, like so- an anchorman kind of fight, like yeah. in the streets. Oh, What's yeah. Action 2 News doing here? <laughs> <laughs> What's Action 2 News doing here? What's our audio? Let's get to it. Talk about finding a diamond in the rough. It wasn't what this man was doing, but what he was sitting on. Police say 44 diamonds in a baggie in his behind. Bottom line, that's a lot of... Bottom line. (laughs) Puns are funny. There you go, folks. You got the... What What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. Bits happens. Live. You're listening to The Fit Show. You can feel free to follow me on the Twitters. Follow Fitz on the Twitters. I love Twitter. Twitter's cool. It's easy to you know reach out and say what's up. Uh, two words. Follow Fitz with a Z. That's follow Fitz with a Z. I was just kind of reminiscing. Something was on my mind. Uh, I was thinking about Easter. You know, I was thinking about Easter's in the path and you know all the funny Easter's and, and stuff. And I just like to sh- uh, you know for no reason just share maybe a little Easter memory with you guys. If you guys want, you can share an Easter memory. Okay. But, um, you know, a lot of my Easter's growing up, we always went to my Uncle Gordon's ranch. And always in the same pasture, we had a huge, huge Easter egg hunt. Uh, and I mean, just a massive, massive pasture. They still do it. Yeah, they still do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's got to work, though. Can't really make it back that much. That's right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, they're always so amazing because, you know, all, all the family was there. Like, sometimes everybody didn't even come in for Christmas, but everybody came in for our Easter egg hunts. You know what I mean? Cool. And... They had they th- they used to put like really huge, great prize because there's so many family members who showed up. Really big prize eggs, and we they they put those babies right underneath cow patties. And I found the prize egg one year, and I won fifty dollars in finding it right underneath a fresh cow patty. Yeah, a fresh one. Well, pretty fresh to me, you know. It wasn't okay. brand new. Well, did you have to dig through? That's kind of gross. Why would you want your kids doing that? Because you know what? It gave me a memory. I'm sitting here talking about it years later. Yeah. That's what, those are some of my great also, times. Uh, built up your immune system. That is true. Touching all that nasty stuff. Yeah. Yep. That's Please. why kids today are weak. They don't play with cow patties. Please, let's not encourage anybody <laughs> to touch that stuff. <laughs> No, I've got what, an Easter story. Do you have a sweet little Easter story? I do. So well, please, uh, will you throw it out to me? And maybe talk like, and maybe talk like this a little listen, bit. Listen. So listen, I'm the youngest of three. All right. Okay, youngest of three. I have two older sisters. Yes. And uh, and somewhere along the line, I'm gonna go back to normal. Somewhere along the line, my mom, uh, <laughs> we'd get our little Easter basket. Mm-hmm. We'd wake up excited every morning, a little mm-hmm. Easter basket. Yeah. And um, we always got your your egg, your chocolate egg, or your, excuse me, your chocolate bunny. Mm-hmm. And somewhere along the line, my mom figured out that I liked white chocolate. So that became my thing. My sister's got chocolate bunnies. I got a white chocolate bunny. The thing is, and this is for years, the thing is, I didn't like white chocolate. But I never told my mom I didn't like white chocolate. So bizarre. So yeah. it actually kind of made you know, sick. Does she know like right now? Probably. I probably told her later, but she's so We should call her right it. now and it, tell it her, Drew my special thing. hates white chocolate. And you gave it to him his entire childhood. Yeah, yeah. dare you. <laughs> so I used to have to, you know, take bites off my sister's Beth. bunny. Bite its ears Excuse off. me. That's this is sweet this, of you, though. This, this is a family show. What'd you say? What the? You had to what? Bite the ears off my sister's bunny. Come on. Shame. Uh, all right, Bethany. What about you? Would you? Um, would you like to share your Easter memories? One. I didn't have any siblings growing up, but my cousins, especially you know, growing up in the South, your cousins are your. They're just like your siblings. Yeah, in Shreveport, Louisiana. Yeah. So I had um, I had an older cousin, a, a girl cousin, Megan, and then I had an older boy cousin, Mark. 
And they always teamed up on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was the youngest for the longest time. There were no other cousins. Well, weren't you always the youngest? You didn't ever catch up, right? Well, you know what I'm saying. I was the youngest. There were no other cousins at that point. So I always got left out. And so here we are going on this Easter egg hunt, and I'm looking for Easter eggs. And my grandparents had like two acres, which isn't a whole lot, but for a yard, that's pretty big. And we start moving all the way to the back, and they're like, none of the Easter eggs are up there, out there. you know. So they leave me in the back of the yard by myself. All I remember is carrying this gigantic Easter basket. I'm tiny. I'm like four or five years old. And, you know, I'm just screaming, crying because my cousins left oh, me back Easter there. Fun? <laughs> Thank you for that story. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> this Fitch Happens Live is The Fitch Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. Hope you had a good weekend, everybody. Really, really do. And uh, welcome back. All right. So, you know, the entire ripple effect of Tiger Woods' shocking win at the Masters last weekend, I mean, it keeps going. People are really excited about this. this it, people love good stories. Mm-hmm. People like to feel good. good. People like to see the, you know, the person knock down and come back up. Oh, they love doing that. Yep. I mean, they the, love guy, the guy was nearly a billionaire, so it's not like he was, you know, really knocked down that uh, the guy lost yeah, his fa- The guy lost his family. <laughs> yeah, come on. I mean, that he did lose his entire family. Publicly. Right? In fr- I mean, on every you single know, news. St- oh, Drew, I believe imagine. it or not, some people actually like Wives and children. <laughs> Come on, that's not fair. <laughs> well, so anyway, uh, uh, before the master started, this 25-year-old guy named Trey Little in Dallas, he made a deal with his pregnant 39-year-old fiance Denise Coleman. If Tiger somehow wins, they would name their son Tiger. Because you know, he didn't really think it would happen. They even signed a contract. <laughs> no, you mean she didn't really think it would happen. Oh, sorry, she didn't think it would happen. Yeah, for sure. Tiger pulled it off, obviously, and they're sticking to the deal. Quote, we both wanted a unique name, and I've always been a huge golf fan. And uh, little uh, uh, the baby is due in December. Uh-oh. September. What the was their Tiger last name? Tiger has to go visit him. Huh? What was their last name? I think Coleman. Tiger Coleman? Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, that's all right. Sounds it good. works. Yeah. All right, Drew, what about you? Choose your news. Sticking with sports, uh, AI's, or excuse me, Facebook's AI research team just came up with uh, a, a product called Vid2Play. And this is an AI that can extract playable video game characters from real sports footage. So you now can play your favorite character. Uh, they really have done great things with tennis players so far, where it, it actually watches video of a player playing and then creates a real character from them. You could be your own Maria Sharapova. Yes. Uh, you could no. be Andre Agassi. And it works for other sports as well. They said it's not perfect yet. Martina Navratilova. You could be Martina. Andre Agassi. Yeah. He already said that one. You can... Uh, you John can... McEnroe. Sure. And Ooh, other sports. I don't know if I'd want to be him. I bet you could even play as Tiger for you. There you go. That's cool. Uh, it's not perfect yet, but it, this is a first step and something really cool. We'll be playing photo real video games pretty soon. Great, man. Just another reason not to get up off the couch ever. <laughs> Sounds good <laughs> to me. Need. Uh, all right, Bethany, the mouth from the South, choose your news. Okay, uh, Fitz, you're going to like this story because um, it basically says that, you know, Lori Laughlin and her husband, of course, allegedly paid $500,000 to get their daughters into University of Southern California. Now, they allegedly, this is where it gets kind of hairy, right? They allegedly marked it as a charitable donation, Uh-oh. which reduced their taxes, guys. Uh, now, by a big amount. Yeah. Now the IRS is looking into whether they committed tax fraud and if they need to pay any deductions. Of course, they're facing 40 years behind bars, but now this is the kicker. This is the part you're going to like. Friends of Lori reportedly don't like her husband. 
and blame him for the entire situation. Uh, Remember, yeah, we talked about this guy was always he, he's a huge liar in life. He lied about college. He, he lied faked about, his own college education and kept the money his parents gave him for tuition to start his own fashion business. Uh, well, he even said smart. it in a 2016 interview. Not lying to people, you okay, know. Well, in a 2016 interview, he boasted about it. He said this was too easy. It was just too simple. So you know how like you know all those crazy dudes who do like crazy stuff and they go to jail and women like always write them in prison, yes. right? Yes. Bethany, I, I'm, I'm happily married to you, but would you be mad if I became Lori Laughlin's pen pal when she goes Ooh. to the big house? Don't answer that. We'll be right back. <laughs> there you go. Mondays, choose your news. It happens live. This is the Fit Show. I don't yell at you. I just speak in all caps. <laughs> the legendary Fitz happens live. Welcome back. Social media is going crazy today. What's up, everybody? Uh, after an Easter weekend. Uh, wherever you are at home at work, in the car, listening on the app. Check in right now. You can also just pull up Facebook Messenger if you want. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Uh, I received this from uh, Mars, actually, right before the show today. What's the name? Marge. Okay. They said Mars. No, but you, you when I said Marge, you, you get like a really kind of uh, a disturbed look on your face. Well, you, <laughs> Does that bring- I thought you said Mars. Does that bring back bad memories for you? No, but you don't hear a lot of Marges these days. Right, it's kind of a, an old name. Marge says, uh, Fitz, uh, I'm not the most devout Christian, but my family always celebrated Easter Sunday by going to church and having a big meal together, so that's just kind of what I do with my kids. My neighbor isn't religious at all. We're friends, and we've talked about how she's not much of a believer, but I noticed yesterday that she decorated her house for Easter. And she went all out, dude. She put up these big wooden stand-up stand up rabbit things in her front yard and egg decals on her front windows and an inflatable Easter bunny by your front door. But she doesn't even celebrate Easter, and she's not even a Christian. Should she be decorating her house like it's a big holiday? Marge. All right, your thoughts right now. A little insta-therapy for Marge, wherever you are. Uh, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Your thoughts on that? Absolutely. What, what's wrong with that? Her taking any part of because participating in any part of it is a positive thing. I think. How do you how do you participate in that day if if, if, if you don't know what it's about? Um, Why does it matter? That's kind of like you uh, exactly always it. liking that's to celebrate exactly. Christmas. Yeah. And what's wrong that's, with yeah, that? That's it, what well, I'm if I'm say. participating because in it, that's a good thing. That's adding to the positive. <laughs> that's not nature. true. That is not true, Drew. Because you know what? I tried to. Uh, I've tried for years. And everybody, this is this is straight up truth. I've tried for years to give Drew. The manger scene. He's bringing this up in April. Goodness. <laughs> I, tried I thought to get, I had another six I, months I, before I started having to hear this. I tried to give him the nativity scene in his house just to put up for a little Christmas decoration because he's mm-hmm. got the tree up, he's got the lights, he's got all that stuff. But you know what? Drew over here, he would not take the nativity scene, and uh, I've honestly never forgiven him for that. Kind of like I don't think I forgive this lady for putting up all the Easter bunnies in her front yard on Easter Sunday. So what? What? what's the line? What's the level of commitment to the religion she has to make before she can celebrate Easter? You look up and you make that commitment. So you're saying that? Oh! How do you know she hasn't? Just because she doesn't attend church? Because she no, she's to, she's told her uh, she's told her neighbor that she's an atheist. Yeah, she knows. Okay, so she so so we so we know she's not a believer. Is all I'm saying. But once again, what harm does it do to have someone else participating in your holiday tradition? Well, you and I have always I've known you for how long? Close to 15 years. I don't think. That- and and every time around Christmas, what do we talk about? This very topic. The fact that you celebrate Christmas, but you know you don't like the reason for the season. I, it's not that I don't oh! like it. I just you know, 
just not. I'm just not. I don't participate much. <laughs> We're like getting in a yo mama war. Um. <laughs> By the way, everybody, please know I'm. You know, I'm teasing a little bit. Go ahead. Yes, I mean, I don't think. I think you know bit. what? I think that since she is a believer, yeah, and um. This her neighbor's other, not. Her neighbor is not. Yeah. Maybe she should allow her. Don't get mad at her for, for you know, um, involving herself with a holiday. But at the same time, just pray for her. Does not the good book ask you to love thy neighbor? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't say next door neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> what other neighbor do you have? This is the Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Stand by for the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way in just a little bit from Bethany, the Mauta from the Sauta. What would happen if Oprah caught Gail King in bed with Stedman? She might sit in the recliner and uh, just observe. <laughs> This is a family show. Anyway, uh, well, they and I ta- answered you honestly, but anyway, they t- they talked about it, so I'm going to tell you about it coming oh. up. Okay. Well, Lordy, Lordy, <laughs> Drew standing by with the Monday reality check. A man charged with attempted arson after walking into New York's famous St. Patrick's Cathedral with gasoline also allegedly booked a one-way ticket to Rome. Yeah, this story gets weirder and weirder and weirder. So this so guy, there is possible arson involved. Yes. Yeah, so th- well, so this is right after the Notre Dame situation happened. Remember, Notre Dame went aflame on Monday. Well, this same. Uh, let me get back to the start of the story. This guy, 37-year-old Mark Lampanello, uh, Lamparello, is a New Jersey man, but he walked into St. Peter's Cathedral in uh, New York with a four-gallon gas can, some lighter fluid, and matches. Uh, security guards told him you can't come in here. He was trying to. He claimed he was like, just trying to cut through the church to get to his car. They run out of gas. He was arrested. They found his car wasn't out of gas, and he had a one-way ticket to Rome the next day, a $2,800 ticket uh, scheduled to leave on Thursday. Here's where the story gets even weirder. On Monday, this same individual was thrown out of a church for refusing to leave in New Jersey, uh, and it that is on the same time, the same day as the Notre Dame fire, so... I don't know if there's a link. Apparently, That's he weird. never mentioned that Notre Dame situation yeah. at all when he's questioned by police, but he was charged with attempted arson. Uh, his That's family... Weird. It seems like it's like some weird little network, right? Something weird. He lives with his folks in New Jersey, uh, this 37-year-old guy. He uh-huh. was a college professor, but he had, had no longer works for the university. I think he was doing some online instructing. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the family is Catholic, and people say they regularly attended church. So this is a twisty one. We don't know what uh-huh. the, if there's just something particularly wrong with this guy, if he's okay. part of something bigger. We'll probably find out keep, soon. Keep us updated. Definitely will. Uh, well, speaking of arrests, let's keep that train rolling. There are many more arrests expected to come out in the college admission scandal. More parents, more administrators. Uh, there's apparently a bunch of clues sort of written into the documents that have already been submitted to the court. They're indicating that there are more arrests to come and more charges for people who've already been arrested. So mm. that thing is not Aww. dead either. It is continuing to grow. Oh, it's going to get big. It's gonna, yeah. it, you had to know it couldn't just be a few famous people, sure. a few rich people, and a couple of schools. It probably extends almost everywhere there's a prestigious yes. college. All right, there you go. The Monday Reality Check. Every day, Fitch happens. This Fitch rocks. Is the Fitch Show. The good, 
the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Let's see what's trending after the weekend. Madonna's trending. I guess she Madonna released something last week. Uh, Madam X. Yeah, she released a brand new video. Uh, and it will premiere live on MTV. Which means someone will have to explain to MTV viewers what the video is and who Madonna is. <laughs> exactly. <I> mean, <laughs> so true, though. You know what? We're probably most of the 20-year-olds. 20, 20 I mean, they would say, hey, who, what's up with the old lady on TV? That's exactly what they would say. Yeah. Right? Well, she's easily grandmother age to them now. She's That's right. in her 60s somewhere. Is she really? I think so. Uh, all right, Bethany, the mouth from the south with the good, the bad, and the gossip right now. So Oprah's been friends with Gail King forever. So what would happen if Oprah ever got caught, ever caught Gail and Stedman together? I guess this might be a question that people have asked before. Well, they actually talked about it. You have audio? Early on in our relationship, um, I was doing these shows with my sister slept with my sister's husband, my sister slept with my boyfriend and all that. And Gail said, if you ever catch me in Stedman, you know, boinking around, fooling around, or you catch us in bed, she shouldn't even be mad at me because she should say, I've lost my mind, take me to the hospital. Yeah. That you I wouldn't even be upset. She goes, call <laughs> the someone. Yes. Put me in the jacket and yes. have me carried off because you will know that I had lost my mind. That's lost just my mind. That, that you just you can't you should cross be mad it. at him. Yeah. <laughs> so there you have it. Are the I two guess, of them uh, losing it? Oprah, Gail, and Stedman. I guess they're just trying to say, you know, that um, they don't kind of worry about that kind of stuff because they just trust each other. Yeah. Yeah. Still and remember that like, Gail King know. R. Kelly interview? You know, she she really handled R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. You know. All right. What's up? What else is going on, Bethany? So uh, the internet went crazy. Social media went nuts whenever Jason Momoa, obviously known as Cal Drogo from Game of Thrones, Drogo. shaved his face for the first time since 2012. I was shocked. It ruined my it ruined my entire weekend. Me too. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. A lot of other people as well. Um, he did it in a video to um, to basically bring awareness to recycling mm-hmm. and the need to switch from plastic bottles to aluminum cans. Well, thank you for that. Thanks, Aquaman. <laughs> Okay, maybe he's trying to save. The you know, he, and he didn't have like the strongest, thickest beard. Probably took him a right. long time to grow that out. Right. No, it was very fluffy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not. But you know, like wispy. I guess. So like he said in the past that his wife would would kill him if he cut his hair. But yeah. apparently, she wasn't partial to the beard because she let him cut it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. His wife being Lisa Bonet. Bonet. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, the last, let's talk about the Wendy Williams show. Now, I really haven't been talking about this much lately, but it's a pretty big deal, I think, because of course she has daytime, you know, TV show, and, and she's been having a lot of stuff going on with her husband, and he's been having a mistress, and it, it's been pretty much common knowledge on Looks her like show. It just kind of drove her mad, poor thing, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, she she ended up in a sober living house. Um, she was kind of like, you know, in a rehab uh, type situation. Well, she's finally divorcing the guy. She served him with divorce papers last week. Not only that, but the guy, this guy Kevin Hunter, her husband, had bought his mistress, I believe, a Ferrari or a Lamborghini with, of course, Wendy Williams' money. Ooh. 
So it was really kind of funny whenever you saw the pictures last week of them towing that car. <laughs> they repossessed Take it the back. car. <laughs> it's mine now. And her husband, who was a producer or, or yeah, a producer on her show, has been fired. So go, Wendy Williams. Go I'm Wendy. actually Team Wendy on this one. Go, Wendy. That's go the good, Wendy. the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. This is the Fitz Show. This Come on. is why today doesn't suck. For Monday, April 22nd, 2019. Folks, I hope you had a fantastic Easter. It was a good one. Really was. Here comes Peter Cottontail up and down the bunny trail. And uh, all that goodness. Drew, thanks for coming over and playing uh, in my Easter egg hunt. Of course, it was just me and you playing. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, let's see who's having a birthday. If you're having a birthday today, you share it with Ryan Stiles, who is 60 today. The, the kind of the lanky six foot six comic from Whose Line Is It Anyway? He's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. yeah and okay. uh, he was on the Drew Carey show. Oh, yes. The Drew Carey. He's so good. Mm-hmm. So I, I wish I could meet that guy. He, he appears in a lot of stuff. He's really funny. Super talented, I think. Can you book him for the show? Let me see if I can find him. I gotta find of his people. Of course you can. Well, right now in 2019, there's no excuse because we know we could track people down. Okay. Brian Styles, or excuse me, yeah. Okay. Anyway, Jack Nicholson is 82 years old today. Ooh, he's I'm got pretty like sure I can't get him. Kids. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Here's Johnny. Drew, how many Jack Nicholson movies can you name right now? Oh my goodness. Take your time. Four or five, probably. Uh, he was in The, the Batman with Michael Keaton. He was in The Shining. He was in Easy Rider. Uh, he was in Witches of Eastwick. Terms of Endearment. Terms of Endearment was the very next one I was going to say. Uh, he was in uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's great. Nest. My favorite. Um, That's six so far. Oh, <laughs> I know there's more. Uh, 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 okay, let me ask you this. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, uh, oh the one with Leonardo. Oh, no, I was going to do... Uh, but you know uh, the one? The Departed. Ol- the Departed. The Departed. It can only get... Wait. It, as, as good as, as it gets? gets? As, as, good as, as, as good as it gets? Yeah. <laughs> Is that where he falls in love with the older, with no, the mother, right? No, that's Diane Keaton. That's I think it's something's got to give. Something's got to give. Something's got to give. Yeah, no, so this gets with uh, Helen Hunt. Uh, yeah, that's pretty amazing. Your favorite, Loves the Lakers. Your your favorite performance from Jack, as far as oh my god, that was unbelievable. Uh, you have to give it to The Shining. Oh, Shining for me. was great. One flew over the cuckoo's nest yeah, was also amazing. That that's me. true too. Also, uh, uh, I'm not going to discredit his Joker. I thought it was pretty. They made it too much like the comic book. You know, he he probably wish he probably could have played with the character a little more. Yeah, well, he was the first, but it was in the good. modern era to get to do his own take on the joke. He did a great job. Yeah. Um, all right, where? Oh my goodness, it was on this day in 1970, the very first Earth Day was celebrated. The bright blessed day. That's right. Look outside. We're lucky to be alive and today. I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Uh, on this day, 1992, the Wayne's World soundtrack featuring Bohemian Rhapsody. Check it out, you guys. Went gold. Sing along if you like. I see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the bandango? Thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening. Boy, nobody loves me. He's just a poor boy from a poor family, sparing the 
Easy come, easy go, will you let me go? Bismillah, no, we will not let you go. Let him go! Allah, we will not let you go. Let him go! Let us go. Mamma mia, mamma mia. Mamma mia, let me go. Beelzebub <laughs> has a devil put aside for me. For me. For me. In the back seat. Good old Wayne's world. Oh man, I could I could I could finish the rest of it. We gotta we gotta go to, we gotta play a song or something. Yeah. Or something. Take a break. Alright, why today does it suck? So check this out. Straight out of country. This Fitch happens live. Ladies and gentlemen, is the Fitch Show. And now, and here's now, my and now, daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Hope you had a good weekend, you guys. I'm standing by with the What Are You Kidding Me? stories. Of course, you could always. Feel free to uh, send me your What Are You Kidding Me stories, facebook.com slash follow fits out of Michigan. Waterboat! <laughs> Couple from Michigan recently moved to a floating house in international waters off the coast of Thailand. It's actually called seasteading. Instead of homesteading, seasteading. And the idea is to live where government laws can't control you. But the Thai government wants to arrest them and they could face the death penalty. What? Yeah. They do. Well, they're in hiding. Their family's worried. And uh, it's just a bunch of craziness going on. Maybe the government wants them to pay taxes. Maybe you think they're running for something to be out there living on the what, sea? I wonder what law they broke. I mean, if you're, if you're living in the sea, you, you need supplies. So they probably came to shore to get something. Maybe broke a law. I'd love to know what it was. I wonder if from his front porch you could see the sea. Pretty sure. Yeah. If you're and on the back it. porch. And the bathroom window. Now, I wonder if it's fr- from the front porch you could see the sea. You following mm-hmm. me? Yeah. No. I am. He's, he's Come on, on. what you got, Bethany? Let's see. Uh, from the front porch you can see, see the sea. I got some ocean from oh. property in Arizona. That's right. We know who the country folk are. We know. We know what's up. <laughs> what's up? All right. You got that clip? I do. Here we go. So this is the guy's sister. And a friend talking about, like, where the heck is it, is their family? Oh, my God, I'm so sick about it. I just want him home. It all of a sudden changed to where he became a fugitive. It was almost like you're reading something out of a movie. My greatest fear is that he's going to end up killed through all this. He firmly feels and believes, and from the information I've gathered, is that they didn't really do anything wrong. They were just living there. They didn't build it. They didn't buy it. They were living on the seaside, but now they are hunted as criminals. I used to FaceTime him and be able to see my brother, and now I can't. I can't see where he is. I can't talk to him. You know, it's just killing me. I'm sorry. It's hard. Well, that sucks. Mm-hmm. What were you saying, Drew? You were, uh, oh, I saw you. I, I saw you. Uh... He was miming. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go to page. We cut that out. Yeah. Because you look confused about something. I didn't. Was there it sound? Was, it's fine. Yeah. It's off. Don't worry about it. Off there. We'll deal with it later. Okay. Page two. What are you kidding me? Ladies and gentlemen, out of Las Vegas, digging for gold. Three guys were caught on security cameras digging for buried treasure on the property of a dead casino owner outside of Las Vegas. 
The lady who lives there in the trailer next door can't believe that people still look for it. Apparently, there's a little rumor going around that this guy buried a whole bunch of treasure. I think I know this story. Do you? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. There's a guy that was involved with casinos and whatnot, and I believe there was a guy, he, his brother, it was him and his brother, his brother, like, uh, buried a bunch of silver, gold bars, mm-hmm. stuff like that, and I think people are still looking for it. Might have been crooked, you know, avoiding taxes, mafia uh, guy. Yeah. If you watch documentaries like Cocaine Cowboys, when these bad guys, these, these drug smugglers would go to jail, they had money buried all over their mm-hmm. property, and the town would come and dig it up. And they get out of jail, and their money's all gone. Are you serious? Dead serious. There's a oh. lot of money in those in the ground, in those mm-hmm. Vegas deserts. All right then. Well, I don't know why we're not there right now. Then searching for it. Get a shovel. All right, uh, there you go. You got the. What, what are, are you, you kidding, kidding me? me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. Just be real. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Fit welcome, Show. Welcome. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Hope you had a good weekend, you guys. Good feels good. Feels so good. And again, I hope you had a good Easter. Um, what? Whenever you go, feels good, so good. I just felt like it feels like... so good. Oh, sorry, sorry. I feel so good. Sounds like the uh, cowardly lion from Wizard of Oz. Okay. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. What's he say? What's some of the lines that he says? Cowardly I lion. Know. I don't know, but stop pulling on your neck like that. What's going on? You're like, oh, I don't know. You're gonna give yourself a turkey neck. Just gonna pull it on some skin. Yeah, shouldn't be stretching that. The skin you're in. It'll stretch enough. <laughs> Trust me. Just don't give, give it yourself time. anymore. <laughs> All right. So anyway, let's get back to the. Where were we? Oh yeah, we're doing the good stuff, right? Yeah. So um, this is really really cool. A whole bunch of researchers at St Jude Children's Hospital. They say that they've cured bubble boy disease. It's actually called severe combined immunodeficiency, and it means that you're born without an immune system. It's what uh, John Travolta had in, uh, in the, the movie The Boy in the Plastic Bubble. Yeah. And what's the other one with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? Uh, the I Bubble Boy. The Bubble Boy. Or yeah. And then there was also the character on Seinfeld. Don't forget. Oh, my gosh. You're right. It was like Jerry's cousin or something was in the bubble, and he was really mad at George. <laughs> A couple recurring appearances. Why was he the mad? The moops. At, why was he mad at George? Because they were playing Trivial Pursuit, and the card was misprinted. <laughs> and George wouldn't let him have the moors. He said, nope, it says moops. <laughs> so, all right, can we get back to the bubble boy disease? Yeah. Yes. Let me, so here's what they do. The doctors harvest stem cells from bone marrow and modify the genes using a deactivated form of HIV. This is amazing. It is absolutely amazing. Science is crazy. Uh, here's the aunt of one of the kids who was cured and the doctor who did it. Nobody touched him. He can't have friends. He can't go to birthday parties. He can't swim. How am I going to tell him as he gets older that he can't go outside? Three to four months post the infusion, uh, not only was he able to go home and uh, start to live a relatively normal life, but we could t- we were able to take him off all complete isolation and all prophylactic medications. I don't use the cure word very often. I have to tell you that I truly believe that we have cured JCN of his severe combined immunodeficiency disease. Isn't that something? I mean, I think I really do think eventually we will unlock the cure to everything. Cancer, everything. Yeah. The the genetic therapies and all these things are just what we're finding out. The things we're learning and how we're learning to use them. I mean, the fact that they attach this to a defunct HIV virus in order to get it Mm -hmm. in and put the the right genes in place is unbelievable. It's like they literally went in and and kind of reprogrammed. They used an enemy, like an enemy agent. Mm -hmm. Uh You know, reprogrammed it. 
and sent it into war to battle. Tell me, uh, and, and it's really, uh, scientists and, and doctors are amazing. Like the guy who invented the cure or the vaccine for polio, mm-hmm. he- Jonas he, Salk? He, 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 refu- he could have been the most you know, uh, wealthiest man ever mm-hmm. in the history of it, and he didn't take a penny, did he? No, he, he, wanted, he, he refused to patent it because he wanted the world to have it for free. He wanted it to cure the disease, not just to make people rich. And, and he gave the, so much of the money for his research was raised by the March of Dimes that he gave the cure to them. Think to of everyone. all the lives he saved. Mm-hmm. Right. There you go, folks. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. It's about to get loud. Now back to The Fit Show. It happens. Live. Fits happens on a Monday. Welcome back to the show. And uh, what's up? If you're not a P1, you need to be one. We talk about our P1s all the time. We love you, our most loyal listeners. Those are our listeners who have actually set my show as the number one button on their preset. Yep. Locked it in, loaded it up, never take it off, save it on number one, and you became a P1. You know, I I was so uh, thrilled to hear news about a month ago that uh, Hoda, Hoda and uh, Kathy Lee, before she left, were talking about dad jokes, or, or was it on today's show? It was, either uh, one. it was third hour, I yeah. think. And they were talking about dad jokes and how uh, dad jokes scientifically proven to like you know bring families together, and no matter what, people love dad jokes, even though they act like they hate the dad jokes. Can I tell you what I think? They the like what I bring to the to the world. What's that? I think dad jokes make dads less threatening. They make you into such a dork that you're like a little hey, less intimidating. You to your know kids. what? You know what? You always, <laughs> you always judge people who have children. I feel like Drew judges me for being a dad. Like he'll say to me something, it's such a dad thing to do. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) It's a dad joke. (laughs) A real bad joke. (laughs) Because dad, your jokes are the worst. So it's crazy, you know, uh, my wife threatened to leave me because of my filthy and disgusting habits. I thought we were doing dad jokes. (laughs) (laughs) That was was pretty good. That was a good one, yeah. But he didn't let me finish the joke. Okay, so please. He he broke the cardinal rule. Sorry. Never interrupt the (laughs) punchline. So my wife threatened to leave me. <laughs> so my wife threatened to leave me because of my filthy and disgusting habits. Yeah. I was so shocked. I nearly choked on my toenails. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> hey, what happened? When 30 got hungry? Uh, it ate 20? I don't, I don't know. What happened when 30 got hungry? 38. (laughs) 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 It's a dad joke. (laughs) A real bad joke. Because, Dad, your jokes are the worst. Damn, kicking. Number one. 
This happens live. The legendary Fitz happens live. Live. Welcome back to, uh, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Hope you had a good Easter weekend, you guys. I really, really do. Thank you so much for checking in. And uh, I encourage you, if you have a moment, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash follow fits. That's with a Z. Facebook.com slash follow fits. And uh, feel free to, to steal all the really cool memes and everything you want. It, they're yours. We are. We've we, certified them fresh. We take pride in kind of cr- trying to create some cool stuff and whatever. So, you know, go there. Share it if you want to. Steal it if you want to from my page. I don't care. Completely fine with that. That's or face- just giggle and like. Mm-hmm. Giggle and like. I mean, we stole them. Why not? Yeah. Just gi- excuse me. What? I am hard at work at those, sir. Yeah. Some people work on. You're hard memes. at work finding them, and stealing them from other people, <laughs> and, and sharing the love, just spreading it around the world. That's what memes are for. Uh, that's what memes are for. In good times. In bad times, I'll be on your side forevermore. That's what memes are for. Anyway, I plan to do like a, a different, you know, I, I plan to talk about something else here, but I, now I, I think we should just kind of focus on memes. No, let's move on. No, I, no, and let's talk about memes. I mean, people, uh, they love memes. Are there certain websites or, excuse me, not websites. Who, who goes to websites anymore? Just kidding. Are there certain social media places where you could find like some really, really cool memes? Yeah, there are meme pages. Like, mm-hmm. is there one where it's just the go-to meme spot? I, there's lots of them. I know. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but I think there's like Meme A Day is oh, an really? Instagram page. Yeah. Um, uh, I think. Do you ever and, wonder like where meme came from? And it's like, why? Why a... Drew, so, you've got a funny meme story about oh, that friend of yours. Yes, a what friend of mine. Uh, it, <laughs> we were at his... <laughs> house for a fourth of july party and this is an accomplished guy this is a guy i've known my whole life successful he is, he is a captain in an airline he, he is an airline captain he flies people around all day every day and like he across w- the country international all over the place wow. both both no yeah. kidding and uh he was he goes oh you guys gotta see this and he pulls out his phone he goes i saw the funniest meme the other day <laughs> and he starts like getting his phone i was like hit the brakes back it up what did you just say he goes what are you talking about i said what are you showing us a meme a meme. This is a guy who is uh, like, in his forties, you... who is a professional, and he calls it a meme. He has not heard anyone he did... say the word. Is he married? Yes. Were so you he... like, dude? Are, are you eighty? You would think his wife would maybe correct him, right? Maybe but you she know what? We, know I think it's one of those words you see written, but yeah, you but never we shouldn't heard say spoken. that. We can't expect everyone to know. We can't expect everyone to be like up up on everything. Like we do this crap every day. You know what I mean? We we're up on it. We you know it's kind of our our jobs, but we can't expect everyone to. Like if I said to my mom and dad, "Hey, you know, have you checked out this meme?" What today they'll know what it is because we we've, we've told them. Yeah, but well, they're in their seventies. This guy yeah. is. I think a lot of people 40. also are confused on like what a meme is. Um, it is a picture with uh, a funny message. It is. I, I it think is that an, an element of culture or system of behavior that may be considered to be passed from one individual to another. So basically, a humorous image, video, piece of text that is copied. And spread rapidly by internet users. Ah, so there you go. That's your meme. <laughs> Did you get the meme? Come here for your meme. <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome to the show, you guys. Fitz happens on Monday. And on the way, what are your weird fears? There's something I'm kind of nervous about. I want to share it with you and find out about your weird fears as well. That is next. 
This is The Fit Show. Hey, what's up? It's The Fit Show. What's up, P1s? Uh, you're going to hear me on the show always talking about our P1s, our most loyal listeners, because they've actually set my show as the number one button on their preset. They, they, they put their finger out there on that button, and they held it down until it beeped at them. Yeah, that's all it takes to be known as a P1, that exclusive club. You just lock this show on in your number one preset. You never take it off, and that makes you a P1. You guys have any weird fears, like things that just kind of make you nervous, you know, from out of nowhere? Yeah. What would that be? You know, it's gum. Chewed gum. Oh. Freaks so is me that out. like a fear? I, or actually, is that's it more like of a trigger. A, yeah. That's a trigger to make you go crazy. Drew goes uh, uh, crazy when people chew gum around him. Oh, I'm terrified of it. It's a fear. It really just grosses you out? Yeah. As a child, did like somebody hold you down and smack gum in front of you? I, I don't really know where it started. I used to chew gum when I was a kid. Now mm. I can't get within a city mm. block of it. Mm. I want to find some wood to knock gum before, because I honestly don't even want to put my fear out there, I'm because I'm so nervous about it. Mm. Where's some wood? Right oh, there. Look. This thing that says dad on it. The little knock down wood that this never ever happens to me. Thank you, Lord. And I hope you had a good Easter up in heaven. Okay. Mm. So uh, a long time ago, I had a, uh, something scary happen to me. I was driving, and I even told my wife about it, and you went right past it. But <laughs> I'm, I'm like driving on the interstate, and I'm, uh, it looks like some, uh, on the upper right side, and like these trees off the highway were like ruffling. I'm like, well, what's going on with those trees? It was a tree that was falling. And it was falling right into the highway, and it barely missed me. And I felt it; I just heard the branches hit the back. So I'm I'm really nervous about trees. That makes a lot of sense. That that fills in some blanks for me because I was at your house once, and I was looking at a tree by your house, and I said, "That tree is rotten. Is that ever? Does that? (laughs) That's great. Does that put on leaves, or is that thing just like that all year round? Yeah. I I said that that's the kind of tree that can fall on your house. That's great. And you freaked out. That is great. I said, just take one stiff wind to bring that baby down, if it's dead. Well, you know what? For you saying that, I hope that you're near my house. <laughs> that sucker tips over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'd love to hear from you wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. What are your weird fears? Uh, Brittany is on, too. Hey, Brittany. I'm scared of like small people. Oh, that's oh, a little that's bit rude. Wow. That's not rude. I mean, I that is rude. I'm sure that she meant small-minded people. Come on, small. Hey, story of my life. I'm six Ridiculous. foot seven. By the way, that is a real phobia. What? Oh, uh, small people? The fear of small people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they really have I phobias I saw it on a show everything. once. One of those phobia shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. There's a guy who's, uh, we, we saw a show one time of a guy who was scared of El Caminos. So can you watch? The cars. Oh my gosh. That is still, I pulled He freaked it up out if he saw an El Camino on the highway. And he would, I mean, he was standing, <laughs> he was standing there on the corner walking somewhere and he saw one. Of course, he he curses. And then after that, he's like, "Why would anyone drive one of those anymore? They're so old!" And he starts freaking out. And freaking then he starts out. Having to do these things where he wipes his hands. Yep. And uh, Eric is on. Erica, what about you? What are your weird fears? Yeah, so I'm scared of ants. Bizarre ants. You know, I'm scared of ants in my pants. I guess so. That's what makes me a little, a little nervous. All right. Um, hey, sound off on our Facebook page. Facebook.com/slash Follow Fits. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show. 
Uh, hope you had a great weekend. Happy Easter. If uh, if you found the prize eggs, good for you. All right. Anyway, straight out of country is on the way, and uh, I'm going to give you a complete list of country stars' unusual baby names. I've done some investigating over the weekend. I'll share it with you in minutes when we go straight out of country. Drew is standing by with a Monday reality check. The Mueller report is 448 pages, two volumes. The special counsel says he looked at 10 incidents that could potentially have led to obstruction of justice. You know, that report came out and originally seemed like a total dud. It looked like we were probably going to move right past it and go on to the next thing. But it's found new life, uh, especially since Elizabeth Warren, Democratic presidential nominee, is pressuring the House to start impeachment proceedings over what she calls uh, the severity of the misconduct laid out in the Mueller report. So they've sort of rejiggered their attack on it and they're you know, looking at using what's in that report in I, a different uh, way. I've been so busy really the past couple of days, I haven't had a chance to look and see exactly what, 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 what came out of the report. Anybody else? I mean, are there anything? Stepping? I mean, I honestly don't know. You're I looking at the news guy over there. Yeah, well, the, the, it's it really has a lot to do with uh, there. there is... I, I guess a degree of Russian involvement. It, it does appear that Are you uh, s- people in Trump's campaign tried to get certain information about other candidates, but there's no collusion uh, as far as Trump reaching out and asking the Russians to help in the uh, meddle in the election. And that's gotcha. what, that was the gun they were looking for. So if you want all the details on that report, Google it. Because, yeah, guess what? We ain't going to solve that problem right here on this Correct. show. Mm. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Well, as long as we're talking about uh, Democratic presidential yeah. candidates, uh, of course, last week, Joe Biden officially started accepting uh, donations for a 2020 run. Now, uh, that that essentially means it's official. He will be running for president, filling in that incredibly crowded Democratic ticket. Yeah, how, how many uh, people on the Democratic side total? I believe it's over 20. 20-something? 20 yeah. Wow. That doesn't mean all of them are even really serious. There's quite a few on there that really don't stand a, a chance of, yeah. of even making it into a debate, yeah. but there's okay. a lot in there. Okay. Uh, the Turpins, the, the horrible, terrible parents who uh, had imprisoned their children. Uh, they had many children. They were imprisoned in a small house in California, have been convicted of their crimes. They received a sentence of 25 years to life. It is essentially a life sentence for this couple. I believe they're in their... Are they in their 70s? Like their fi- no, they're in their 50s. Are they that young? Yeah, yeah. Good, uh, man. Put, but, the, put them away. At this point, it does not look like they will ever see the light of day outside of prison again, wow. which oh. is... It did show pictures of them um, last week uh, whenever the sentence was handed down. You could They were crying. Um, I know also that... Um, <laughs> I bet their kids were crying when yeah. they were tied up their and shackled kids, in a room, that's, too. That's another thing. They yeah. also in supposedly kennels. were upset and cried whenever they heard two of their children uh, giving a statement about the treatment in that home. Yeah. yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, there you go. That's the Monday reality check. Are you ready to go? Come on. This is The Fit Show. Straight out of country. I did some research over this Easter weekend. I was working really hard, and I found this list of unusual country star baby names. I don't know if you guys have noticed in Nashville, recently there's something in the water. Everybody's having babies. Everybody, everybody's having babies. Yes. So, uh... Is there anything you could do to increase fertility, by the way? I mean, like, could, could there be a, a reason that all this stuff is going down in Nashville? Besides well, knock, knocking boots? Just a lot of knocking boots in Nashville, yeah, I guess. A lot of knocking boots. Music. Late whiskey nights. Getting freaky in Music City. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Late whiskey nights. Mm-hmm. 
Plus, I think there's a lot of new young country couples. Yeah. You know, yeah, maybe the fact that just, we have so many to see. Yeah, and a lot of young stars that are recently married. Yeah. I actually listed a few of my favorites. Eric Church and his wife, Catherine, have a son named Boone McCoy. <gasps> you have a uh, nephew. Tanner Boone. Tanner really? Boone. Not Tanner Boone. T-Boone. T-Boone. I love it. T-Boone. T-Boone. Yeah, there's a guy in Texas. T-Boone Pickens is his name. He's a millionaire dude. Uh, anyway, yeah, what's up, T Boone? Also, uh, Eric Church has a boy named Tennessee Hawkins. What do you call him, Tennessee? Tenny. I call him. Uh, I call him Tenny. So he's also going for the place names because uh, uh, who else names their kid after all the uh, places? Jason Aldean. Aldean and, names uh, his kids and, after places. Yeah, yeah. remember that, that's Navy Rome. Yeah, and, Jason Aldean's babies. And the other one is Memphis. Her son, yeah, Memphis. Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman's daughters, Sunday Rose and Faith Margaret. Kelly Clarkson and uh, her husband Brandon named their daughter River Rose and their son Remington Alexander. Uh, Low Cash's Preston Bruss and his wife Kristen have a boy named Legend Wild. Their daughter is Love Lily. It's like a radio station. Yeah. Legend Ooh. Wild 100.5. Legend Wild live on the radio. Give us a call on the request lines right now and uh, Love Lily is going to pick up the phone. Uh, Brantley Gilbert and his wife Amber. Their son is Barrett Hardy Clay. That's cool. Didn't we think about naming one of our babies Barrett? Nope. Okay. Uh, Joe Don Rooney and Tiffany Fallon have girls named Raquel Blue and Devin Olivia. Their son is Jagger Donovan. Some of these names wouldn't be as weird if you didn't include the middle name. Or are those two-part first names? No, it's their middle, middle name. Okay. Oh, you mean just like Jagger? Yeah, if it was just Devin, that's fine. And Raquel, that's fine. Uh, and Kiefer and Shauna Thompson named their boy Rigney, Rigney Cooper. Hmm. We thought about, uh, uh, Bethany and I thought about name one of our kids Riggs. We liked Riggs mm. for a period of time. Yeah. Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Drew, um, I know you hate children and everything. No, I mean, I, I know. Don't. Yeah. We, everybody on. knows you hate Come children. On. You know, but if you ever did have a child, do you, did you ever have an, uh, a name picked out? Not really. What I, would you like? I, I want to know what you would like to name your child right now. I always liked the first name Carter. Ooh, Carter. Carter. I had a friend whose dad was named Carter, and I always thought that was a really strong name. Carter. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. You never want to bring Carter into the world? It's a little late for that, isn't it? Uh, Mick Jagger's doing it. <laughs> well, right okay. Now. If I've got Mick Jagger money, I'm on. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe yeah, yeah, he yeah. would be. <laughs> but the thing is, you don't have the moves like Jagger. No way. <laughs> All right, there you go. We just took you straight out of country. You're listening to the Fit Show. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women, past and present. This is our troop salute. The freedom you experienced over the weekend and Monday's freedom is brought to you by the proud men and women who serve and who have served our nation. And, you know, I really love the opportunity I have to, to get on here and honor all the men and women who serve the nation. 
I enjoy receiving and reading all of your troop salute requests. And you know what? I really love it when someone sends me a message about the reaction their troop has when they hear it or maybe a parent or family member has. I mean, we've got we've received some amazing videos, too. Like people might nominate someone for the troop salute and they have that uh, individual listen to it on the radio. Mm-hmm. So we love those guys. Thank did, you. Did you see we got a message? So it, it is so rewarding for us. Yeah. Huh? I was just saying that we did. We have gotten messages that say, "Hey, I heard this. You know, I heard mm-hmm. my troop salute or whatever." Yeah, and it's great to and see that's, that. Yeah, I love that. Um, another benefit, though, of the troop salute is that we can help raise awareness—not just awareness about our troops and what they do for us, but also to raise awareness of issues that our troops face. By now, everyone has heard about the soaring suicide rate among our service people, and this is a serious problem that we all need to pay attention to and do whatever we could do to stop it. That's why today we want to salute a soldier who lost his battle with PTSD. We are saluting Sergeant Drew Hogan of the Army National Guard and the Army Reserves. Drew Hogan was the type of person who would give up the shirt off of his back if he needed it, and he was always there to help a friend out, even if he had to drop everything he was doing to get there. And he loved his trucks. He loved talking to anyone about theirs. Inside Sergeant Drew Hogan was a battle that, you know, he he was fighting. And that battle eventually overwhelmed him. And on March 20th, 2018, he became another veteran to lose his fight with PTSD. Drew's close friend, Nate uh, Granowski, he asked me to salute his friend for the selfless service he provided to this nation. And he asked if I would mention some resources that could save the lives of veterans suffering with PTSD. Because you know what? It's okay to ask for help. It is absolutely okay. Help is always available. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 1-800-283-8255, 1-800-283-8255, or by texting the word HOME to 741-741. Today we salute Sergeant Drew Hogan of the United States Army National Guard. We live in the land of the free because of... The Brave. It's time. This is the Fit Show. And now, and now, it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Of course, I'm always here. You know that. I was there over the weekend. I was even there on Easter Sunday receiving What Are You Kidding Me stories. I'm always available to you. You know, any day, work, or play, your boy Fitz will be there right away. Thank you, my embedded What Are You Kidding Me field correspondence. I take you now out of the wonderful state of beautiful Wisconsin. That ain't right. A mother and her adult son have been arrested for allegedly causing chaos in a Wisconsin Walmart last Wednesday night. Okay. Lisa Smith, 46, reportedly pulled apart displays inside a store as her son, Benny, 26 years old, stripped naked and started uh, treating his body like an amusement park ride to fellow (laughs) customers. Yeah, don't do drugs, people. (laughs) Don't do drugs, okay? Yeah. Just I know, okay? <laughs> this is your brain, right? This is your brain, brain on drugs. In a Walmart at 2 in the morning, <laughs> trashing the place. Don't do drugs. 
I'm not even done yet, folks. The pair also brought their unleashed dog into the shop, and staff quickly called police to the scene. So, you so got they the, had a dog running through? You got the through. dog running all through the Walmart, <laughs> through the aisles. Officers arrived to find Smith screaming the Walmart entryway as she resisted arrest by performing a series of karate moves. (laughs) (laughs) They finally got her in the car and she was attempting to kick out the window of the squad car as well. I mean, mean, what do you say? What a doozy. Yeah. What a great gift they just gave us for Easter. All right, page two. What, are you kidding me? Out of our friendly skies... It's in the science. Weird science. Scientists have finally figured out why airplane food never tastes good. I think it tastes great, actually. I'm fine with airplane food. Especially if you get some of those awesome, like... Especially since they started charging you for it. Yeah. Now it's pretty good. Then you get the nice little flight attendants who let you get all the... The little boxes, the snack boxes... Yeah, but the nice flight attendants, if they, you know, if they, you know, maybe if they're if they're honeys and they got they're looking at you, kind of flirting with you, they'll let you dip your hand in there and get you know six or seven packages of cookies and stuff. That never happens to me. Well, wait a minute. What do you mean, wait a minute? What are you trying to imply? There. Well, how'd that guy get all those cookies? <laughs> well. So anyway, apparently once you get up into high altitudes, your sense is dull and the sense of taste goes first. So when you're up in the air, nothing can t- you know really taste quite like it would when you're on the ground. Interesting. Uh, that, I have never heard this before. This is new news. Well, new new science. Just as Thank good to you. Me in the air. Thank you. I feel great about that. Is that why I love ginger ale only when I'm flying? <laughs> Everybody loves ginger ale when they're flying. I am. I've been a fan of ginger ale on the ground my entire life. Interesting. Do you but know it's... before I met Fitz, I'd never tried ginger ale. Yeah. Wow. He's really? such a fan of ginger ale. Yeah, I really am. But you know, it's got a lot of sugar. It does. Yeah. I pretty much only drink it when I'm flying. And when I'm flying, I gotta drink that ginger ale. Yeah, drink it at the golf course too. After you have a whole bunch of beers and stuff, and they're like, mm, just give me some good ginger ale. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a good idea. Can we go have some ginger ale after this? Yeah. Forget right. the golfing. <laughs> All right, there you go. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. And now... This is The Fit Show. The good, the bad... And the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Hmm, let's see what's trending after the weekend. Madonna's trending. I guess she, Madonna released something last week. Uh, Madame X. Yeah, she released a brand new video. Uh, and it will premiere live on MTV. Which means someone will have to explain to MTV viewers what a video is and who Madonna is. <laughs> exactly. <I> mean, <laughs> so true, though. You know what? What are probably most of the 20-year-olds? 20, 20 I mean, they would say, hey, who, what's up with the old lady on TV? That's exactly what they would say. Yeah. Right? Well, she's easily grandmother age to them now. She's That's right. in her 60s somewhere. Is she really? I think so. Uh, all right, Bethany, the mouth from the south with the good, the bad, and the gossip right now. So Oprah's been friends with Gail King forever. So what would happen if Oprah ever got caught ever caught Gail and Stedman together? I guess this might be a question that people have asked before. Well, they actually talked about it. You have audio? Early on in our relationship, 
um, I was doing these shows with my sister slept with my sister's husband, my sister slept with my boyfriend and all that. And Gail said, if you ever catch me in Stedman, you know, boinking around, fooling around, and you catch us in bed, she shouldn't even be mad at me because she should say, I've lost my mind, take me to the hospital. Yeah, that I would know, she goes, call (laughs) someone. Yes. Put me in the jacket and yes. have me carried off because you will know that I had lost my mind. That's lost just my mind. That, that you just you can't. You should cross be mad it. at him. Yeah. <laughs> so there you have it. Are the I two guess, of them uh, losing it? Oprah, Gail, and Stedman. I guess they're just trying to say, you know, that um, they don't kind of worry about that kind of stuff because they just trust each other. Yeah. Yeah. Still and remember that like, Gail King know. R. Kelly interview? You know, she she really handled R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. You know. All right. What's up? What else is going on, Bethany? So uh, the internet went crazy. Social media went nuts whenever Jason Momoa, obviously known as Khal Drogo from Game of Thrones, Drogo. shaved his face for the first time since 2012. I was shocked. It ruined my, it ruined my entire weekend. Me too. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. A lot of other people as well. Um, he did it in a video to, um, to basically bring awareness to recycling mm-hmm. and the need to switch from plastic bottles to aluminum cans. Well, thank you for that. Thanks, Aquaman. <laughs> Okay, maybe he's trying to save. The you know, he, and he didn't have like the strongest, thickest beard. Probably took him a right. long time to grow that out. Right. No, it was very fluffy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not. But you know, like wispy. I guess. So like he said in the past that his wife would would kill him if he cut his hair, but yeah. apparently she wasn't partial to the beard because she let him cut it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. His wife being Lisa Bonet. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, the last, let's talk about the Wendy Williams show. Now, I really haven't been talking about this much lately, but it's a pretty big deal, I think, because of course she has daytime, you know, TV show, and she's been having a lot of stuff going on with her husband, and he's been having a mistress, and it's been pretty much common knowledge on Looks her like show. It just kind of drove her mad, poor thing, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. she she ended up in a sober living house. Um, she was kind of like, you know, in a rehab uh, type situation. Well, she's finally divorcing the guy. She served him with divorce papers last week. Not only that, but the guy, this guy, Kevin Hunter, her husband, had bought his mistress, I believe, a Ferrari or a Lamborghini with, of course, Wendy Williams's money. So it was really kind of funny whenever you saw the pictures last week of them towing that car. <laughs> they repossessed Take it back. <laughs> it's mine now. And her husband, who was a producer, or, or yeah, a producer on her show, has been fired. So go, Will- Wendy Williams. Go I'm Wendy. actually team Wendy on this one. Go, Wendy. That's go the good, Wendy. the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. This is the Fitz Show. Fitz happens. Live. Live. Would you like to take this one? Because I'm yeah. super live. Okay, I, I, well, hang on. I, I hear you, Drew. Are we on? Yeah, it looks good. Okay, looks I, don't good hear, I, don't, I don't hear Bethany in the mouth from the All south. those twinkly lights are going. All right. Um, you know, coming off a really, really cool Easter weekend, uh, you know, each and every one of us, we probably discover things that we just end up really loving. You know what I mean? Like just crushing on, whether it be uh, a brand new food we tried over the weekend, a brand new movie we watched. Maybe it's going to the store and you found a what, but I like to call it, I've got a blank crush you know mm-hmm. let's go can you count me in can you count me in i got a blank crush i hope to admit it but i got a rush me down <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha,
All right. Hey, Bethany the Mouth from the South, what are you crushing on this week? Hint water. Ooh, tell me all about it, please. My favorite okay, is the blood water. orange. Um, and it's, it's, I don't like any of the water that's flavored with with any of those sweeteners or like yeah. sugar in it, you know, like. See, I like that stuff. I love just hint water because it's just regular purified water, but it has a little hint, hint. Of flavor without any sweetness, without any sugar. So it tastes, you know, like orange, you know. Do you know I, she sends me down to this store I at night? Uh, she's like, will you please go get me some hint water? So I'll go and like get her three of her orange infused hint waters because she like craves it. Pretty crazy, it. right? Yeah, very crazy. It's my favorite water. Hey, let me tell you what uh, I have a blank crush on this week. And a couple of y'all, fellas, made my day because uh, you heard me talk on the radio a couple of weeks ago about my brand new underwear that I am so freaking in love with, I can't even tell you. Mac Weldon underwear. M-A-C-W-E-L-D-O-N. Or it might be Guys. W-H-E-L-D-O-N. I'm not sure. No, it's Mac Weldon. Or whatever. But anyway. Check guy, the waistband. Guys, it is unbelievable. You will never have a pair like it again. They're cool. They're, you know, your honey will like them on your hiney. Oh! <laughs> your honey. Okay. That's mine. Good. I'm saying it on the air, so it's proof that I broadcasted it. Your honey will like it on uh, your honey will like it on your hiney. And they're so comfortable and breathable and I told stretchable. You would love them. Yeah. So Mac Weldon again, uh guy, feel free to write. I got a, a bunch of messages from dudes saying, dude, tell me again. It's crazy. All right, Drew, what about you? Uh, what are you crushing on this week? Crown chicken. Ooh. So my girlfriend <laughs> always likes to eat healthy. She tries to get me to eat healthy, and she tried to turn me on to ground turkey. I love turkey, but ground turkey just doesn't have any flavor in it. She got me going with ground chicken. It's so ground awesome chicken. when you're making tacos or anything. Can you, can you buy ground chicken? You can, you can buy it. Yeah, a lot of grocery stores have it. Not okay. all of them. It's really good. Unfortunately, it's kind of spendy. Because, you know, by the time they grind up a bunch of chicken breast, it's... You would think you know, that chicken is, you know... Yeah, but it's so tastes like chicken. Good. Does it, it taste so like chicken? Good. Yes. Ooh. All right, then. Well, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. So let's go through all of our uh, crushes of the week. Bethany, go ahead. Hint water, blood orange flavor. Of course, they got a lot of flavors, but that's my favorite. Okay. Fitz, uh, Mac Weldon underwear for dudes. Do it. And Drew. Ground chicken. Ground chicken! <laughs> 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 Let me present FIT with a Z, y'all. This is the Fit Show. Damn, kicking the one. It happens live. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's up, everybody? What have we learned today? For Monday, it's April 22nd, 2019, and wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, hello, happy day after Easter. Um, All right, here's what I learned today from our show. A lot of females are sad today because, you know, Jason uh, Momoa, is that his name? Mm -hmm. You know, from Game of Thrones. And Aquaman. And Aquaman. He shaved his beard off and... The globe is, at least the female side of the globe, is in panic today because they can't believe that he shaved his beard off. Well, ladies have to realize beards are going to go out of fashion again someday, right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll but I don't think again. it will for Jason Momoa. I mean, he had he's, a. He he's had always the seven, guy. Seven years. So, I mean, he was. He kind of had it before it came into style. You're saying it kind of became his brand. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. I had yeah. a beard before it was cool. Well, there you go. So, you know yeah, how it feels. I'm not cool. 
Yeah, and, and you know, I've, I've I've known Drew for like 13 and a half years or whatever, and uh, Drew shaved his beard one time, and I said, "Put get, it back." I said, put, "I said, put it away. Take it." I mean, I told him to get out of the house because I I realized after all this time that Drew does not have a chin. <laughs> Well, you look like you have a chin to me. I don't think I didn't have a chin before, but once you've seen me with a beard, it looks like I don't have a chin. Well, you a even beard. said it yourself. You're like, oh my god, I realize I don't have a chin. Yeah, I think I had a beard. I had a chin before I grew a beard, but then some other chins came in below <laughs> my chin and covered up the one I'm supposed to have. Ah, <laughs> uh, my chinny chin chin. Okay, where are we? Uh, at me. Okay, Drew, go ahead. What have we learned today? I learned that country stars just refuse to give their kids regular names. There, it's like a competition to name your kids something weird. Funky. Especially yeah. if it's like Memphis or Nashville yeah, or Tennessee. Yeah, name it after or, a city or yeah. something else. Like they can't just call him Michael or Sally. This is my child, River Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bethany, the mouth from the South. What have we learned today? I learned that the researchers at St. Jude Children's Hospital say they have cured Bubble Boy disease, which is right. a, it's called severe combined immunodeficiency. Uh-huh. So Pretty they cool. say that it is. They actually say they don't mention the word cure very often, but they're doing it this time. It's amazing. Thank you, doctors. Thank you, nurses. Thank you, scientists. You know, thank you, God. Happy Easter to you, God. And happy Easter to, you know, all the nurses and doctors and everybody who's doing that stuff for us. Yes. You know, that's just great. To all the world. I'm I'm glad you ended ended the show on such a good one. You know, it's a Mm -hmm. good little sweet story if we head to the morrow. (laughs) So have a great day. Have a great day, you guys, and we'll see you tomorrow. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. Think big, because you're thinking anyway, and who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.